Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Wake Up with the Warriors. This time we're recapping Game 3 of the NBA Finals. Between the Warriors and the Toronto Raptors. And this kind of always projected to be a fascinating game. And for the Warriors, they were behind the eight ball really from the get go. Kevin Durant still out with the calf injury that has now sidelined him for seven games. They had done all right in his absence prior to tonight, but there's only so much you can take. Kevon Looney did not play after suffering an injury in Sunday's Game 2. And more importantly, Clay Thompson did not play after injuring his hamstring in Game 2. We had kind of known for a while that Durant and Looney would be out. But Clay was a game-time decision. He was... Really considered questionable on Monday, questionable on Tuesday, questionable on Wednesday morning. News broke a few hours before the game that he was wanting to play and was kind of pushing the team to have him play, but the team was pushing against that because they wanted to guarantee that he would be healthy for games four through seven. And it wasn't until about 15 minutes before the game began that the team actually announced that Clay wouldn't be playing. And the result was that the Warriors just didn't have the talent you would expect of an NBA Finals team. Missing three of their top players, including a five-time All-Star in Thompson, a former MVP and the two-time reigning NBA Finals MVP in Durant, Looney, who has been, you know, arguably the second best defensive player this year. And they just weren't fielding a roster that you would expect to see playing meaningful June basketball games. Sean Livingston forced to start. DeMarcus Cousins, who clearly still is not himself, forced to start. The the first players off the bench, Quinn Cook and Alfonso McKinney who were on two-way contracts a year ago, not guaranteed to make rosters coming into the year. Andrew Bogut, who was not on an NBA roster to start the season. Those are the first three players coming off the bench. It's just not the talent that would normally be on an NBA Finals team. That's not to make excuses, of course. Uh, The Warriors have been the beneficiary of other teams being injured, just as they have been hurt numerous times, including tonight, by being injured. But because of that, it kind of made for a fascinating game because for the first time in a while, it kind of felt like the Warriors didn't have anything to lose. There was a little bit of that uh, 2014-2015 vibe to the team in that this was their chance to exceed expectations. This was their chance to 
play above and beyond what people had come to believe they were capable of. And there were moments where they accomplished that, but by and large, they did not. Everyone knew that the ball was going to be put in Steph Curry's hands. There were no surprises there. And for the most part, not even for the most part, just overall, Steph Curry was beyond spectacular. There just aren't enough superlatives for the way that he played. Without Clay and without Durant, he really was the Warriors' offensive option. He was their only top offensive option, and everybody knew that. Everyone in the arena knew that. More importantly, everyone on the Raptors knew that, and Toronto's entire defense was geared towards stopping him, and it still wasn't enough. Curry seemingly had his hand on absolutely everything the Warriors did offensively. He controlled the ball nearly every possession. If he wasn't scoring or assisting on their made baskets, he was either getting a hockey assist or being the driving factor simply because of his gravity. It seemed like every single point they made was the result of either Curry scoring it, Curry passing to lead to the basket, or Curry drawing so much defensive attention that someone else had an uncontested look. He finished the night with 47 points, a career playoff high, shot 14 of 31, 6 of 14 on threes, 13 of 14 on free throws. He also had 8 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 steals, just 3 turnovers and 1 blocked shot. I mean, 3 turnovers and 1 foul, excuse me. He really couldn't have played better. And the funny thing was all the all the questions coming into this game were do the Warriors have enough firepower just relying on Curry without Klay Thompson and without Kevin Durant? And really what we found out in this game was that, yes, the Warriors do have enough firepower with Curry as that leading force and some playmaking from Draymond Green and Andre Iguodala. But what they didn't have was enough defense. Looney's presence was sorely missed as the Warriors just had zero rim protection. Really, really poor interior defense. Uh, Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant's on-ball perimeter defense, as well as their length and their ability to disrupt passing lanes, was incredibly missed. There was just too much space for Toronto. They got far too open, far too often. And that was where the Warriors lost this game. It, it wasn't a failure to score. It was a failure to defend. Um, the Raptors shot 52.4% from the field, 44.7% on threes, had 30 assists. Some of that was variance. There were some shots, especially uh, down towards the end of the game, the Warriors kept getting things close and it seemed the Raptors always had an answer. And some of those answers were the kind of shots where you shake your head and tip your cap and and assume that it's not going to happen the next time. But a lot of them were simply the fact that the Raptors were getting open looks because the Warriors weren't playing good enough defense. Kyle Lowry had 23 points, 5 of 9 on threes. Danny Green, 18 points, 6 of 10 on threes. Kawhi Leonard, 30 points on 9 of 17 shooting. 
And really, you can go down the line with, with their key players. Pascal Siakam, 18 points, 8 of 16 shooting. Mark Gasol, 17 points, 6 of 11 shooting. It was a, a team effort for Toronto in large part because they were able to kind of get whatever they wanted. They were able to pick apart the Warriors' defense a little bit. They had 36 first quarter points, 36 third quarter points. And those two quarters were really where they did the damage that propelled them to victory. So it kind of flipped the narrative of what we were expecting. The Warriors' offense, while it certainly was a struggle at times, was good enough. The defense was not. And the Warriors' offense in the past has been so good that it can make up for the occasional lapses and defensive foibles, and that was not the case today. They didn't have firepower behind Curry. Curry shot 14 of 31 from the field. The rest of the team combined to shoot 22 of 60. Curry shot 6 of 14 on threes. The rest of the team, 6 of 22. DeMarcus Cousins had a horrific game. You're happy for him that he was able to get back, play in the finals, but he just was not able to find his rhythm, was not able to find his athleticism at all this game. He shot one of seven from the field, finished with four points, three rebounds, two assists, three turnovers, two fouls, and really just got destroyed defensively. Andrew Bogut actually played more minutes than DeMarcus Cousins, and he was tied. Bogut was tied for the team high plus minus at zero. Um, he just had a much better game. He was a much better option than Cousins. He looked more in control. His defense was much better. But the Warriors certainly missed Looney in that regard, and and unfortunately, Bogut just or Cousins just wasn't there tonight as that player that that we've seen from him in the past. So now for the Warriors, the focus shifts to Game Four, and there are a lot of questions. Not only the questions of will Kevin Durant return, will Clay Thompson return, will Kevon Looney return. Will DeMarcus Cousins look a little healthier? But what will Curry's physical state be? Steve Kerr rode him incredibly hard. Curry played 43 minutes this game, played the entire second half until about the final minute when when Kerr waved the white flag. And they were really hard 43 minutes. Curry was the focal point offensively on really every single possession that he was on the court for. He busted his butt defensively, hit the deck a ton of times, diving for loose balls, getting steals. How much fatigue is there going to be in game four? Maybe none, maybe a lot, but it's a it's a big question. Draymond Green played 41 minutes. He didn't have a great game, but he worked hard. And the Raptors didn't have to work quite as hard. Their key players didn't have to play quite as many minutes, didn't have to carry quite as big of a load. So there are a lot of questions going into Game 4. I think the Warriors' performance has to have them kind of as they were after Game 1, feeling a little confident if they can have some health turn in their favor. But right now they're very dependent on that. I would certainly assume that Klay Thompson will be playing in Game 4, given that he was a game-time decision in Game 3, 
everything kind of pointed to him being able to play in Game 3 if it were Game 7, but that the Warriors didn't want to risk aggravating that injury further and, and losing him for the rest of the series. So I would expect that we will see him in Game 4, and I think there's a chance we'll see Kevin Durant, his practice availability is bumping up. So there's a chance we'll see him there in Game 4. And the Warriors really have to win that game. They're now down 2-1 to one in this series after losing 123-109. to 109. And Friday night, they'll be at home for either the final game or the penultimate game at Oracle Arena. Obviously, they're hoping it's the penultimate game. And it's going to be about as close to a must-win game as you can get. So it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be nerve-wracking if you're a Warriors fan. It'll be great theater, great drama. Hopefully they can build on some of the offensive things they did here. Hopefully they can fix the defensive miscues. And most importantly, hopefully they can get healthy. We'll be back after that game. Thanks for listening, everyone.